the final four just became the final three. Hello, everybody. You're listening to the Big Brother Brothers, the ultimate unofficial podcast. I'm your Big Brother obsessed host, Fox Fan Allen. And joining me today, if you don't like his face, it doesn't matter. He's here till the end. It's Mr. Lance Cartelli. Hello, Lance. Hey, Fox. That's been, you know, the motto of my whole life, pretty much. <laughs> How you doing, my man? I'm hanging in there. I'm uh, ready for this season, to cr- ready to crown a winner. You know, not for it to end, but just to crown a winner. What yeah. about you? It's, I mean, it's been a long season. We've been here all season long, and we have endured, um, I don't know, what has it been, like 12, 11, 12 different head of household reigns now. And every single one has been either the commission or Enzo. And uh, the season has played out exactly how you would, uh, how you would imagine um, that, to, that to go. So... But hey, I said it, we're here to the end, and we are almost at the end. We are here at the final three. Uh, we're going to talk about the uh, final three today uh, between Enzo, Cody, and Nicole. We'll spoil the uh, part one of the final HOH competition. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about uh, Christmas. Christmas seems to think that she played a pretty good game in the house, but we'll, we'll see what Lance has I think to say about pretty that. good is underrating it for her. <laughs> yeah. Um, and of course, we will talk about all the filler that we watched this entire week long, from the sneezes to the dance moves. Uh, okay, Lance, uh, let's start out with the uh, let's start with the good stuff here. Uh, the good stuff, which the is the good uh, stuff. I, what is the good stuff? It's a good stuff. Christmas going home. Um, so Christmas apparently had a very high opinion of herself and of her game that she played, Lance. And I, I guess my first question for you before we get into this week, I, I want to, I, what is your, what are your thoughts on Christmas's game here? uh terrifying yeah in a, in a word i guess uh not as bad as as last time but you know she didn't do much she uh didn't bring a lot of i mean she at least brought some of the drama which you know the season was lacking and everything but it wasn't like a great game and obviously not a game where she had a fighting chance against everybody so i, will say, I do respect that she fought until the very end uh, absolutely there were she a made lot some of good people- pitches a lot of people this season did not do that. Um, a lot of people this season were fine with going out of the house. Um, and it was nice to see someone, despite the fact that she had no shot this week in, in any of her arguments. Um, that try, she tried. She tried, and that's the best she can do, I guess. Um, are there ways that she could have uh, stuck around longer? I mean, I, I don't know. Like, her, her only shot at power was that Bailey HOH, and maybe she shouldn't have done that. Uh, maybe doing something different there would have helped her game, but uh, yeah, with the season this boring though, it's like there aren't a lot of places where things could have really changed other than you know just different people winning HOH. Yeah, and and Christmas really gets played by Enzo over and over and over again, and a lot of people kind of get played the same way this season, where uh, Enzo's there and they think Enzo's ready to make a move with them, but he never seems to do it. Um, although maybe he's ready to make a night move, Lance, in this HOH competition that he won. Um, Great think, segue, by the yeah, way. Yeah, no, I think this is a this is a a very interesting final four, just in the sense that this is the first final four that I can remember that has gone this badly. Um, <laughs> there, there's no reason for the final four HO like winning the final four HOA for for that. It's just immunity. Um, but yet we wind up with uh, first of all, uh, Christmas is upset because Enzo doesn't even tell her that she, he's putting her on a block, which I I don't get that at all. Um, but Nicole and Cody are upset that Enzo at final four is not a team player. Uh, would you be a Shocker. team player at final four, Lance? Uh, no, you're, you're going for yourself. And, you know, he, 
he could have explained it a little better because them going after each other still lets him win and everything. Mm-hmm. So like he, he didn't do a very good job. Anytime, you know, Enzo's on the spot for lying, he just like shrivels up and just doesn't, has no idea what's going on. And it's, he's just a terrible liar. So, but it was just a, you know, it backfired on him, but it also, you know, helped him, but it wasn't like he was going anywhere. Cause as Christmas said, he's getting third. Yeah, all that he has to do here is explain to Christmas that my nominations don't matter. Uh, nominations don't matter at Final Four. Christmas seems to think they do because she is very eager to stay off the block. Um, I, I, I mean, again, it doesn't. Nicole, on the other hand, who understands the game a little bit better, just tells Enzo, "Yeah, put me on the block. It's fine. Whatever." Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah that's wasn't right. a big deal. I did love Nicole's reactions to just how poorly uh, Enzo was playing. It was, it was really funny. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, one thing I really thought was interesting was Christmas, you know, confronting Cody about the the HOH competition. It's like, what are you supposed to do? There's two other, there's two people to go after. He's going after you. It's like it's not a personal thing. This is just how it goes. And so yeah. for her to get so so wound up in that, I thought was really interesting. With a lot of her Christmas face moves, that are overly yeah. dramatic facial expressions that she yeah. has, uh, and I like think basic, oh. just basically telling her like this is how it goes and her not understanding which is how she's always been yeah i think cody handled that pretty well uh you know as as far as that conversation goes you know it's not a full 100 honesty but you know yeah i went after you uh you were the first one there i wanted to play aggressive so that's there are three people left i mean what yeah. are you gonna do yeah what it's different do? if there's like eight people on the board and then you are specifically going after one person but this is you know this is every man for themselves yeah, five people against Maggie. That's a different scenario here. Exactly. One one person against Christmas, and I guess one person playing for themselves. Yeah. Um, not not a big surprise here that playing for himself wins Enzo the HOH here. Uh, although it is rather close, there are not an awful lot of moves left for Enzo to make after Christmas makes her final move. Um, so you know, who knows if it would have gone differently? Uh, you know, if the only goal here is to keep Christmas from winning head of household. Uh, Enzo's strategy is fine. Uh, I think he's, I think he's right that if they both go after Christmas, then there is a, maybe a one in three shot that it just doesn't work out for them. Um, Yeah. They could have gotten stuck there. I I totally get that. He just did a terrible job explaining it. Mm -hmm. And then I did think that just his tactic is just a microcosm for how he plays. You know, he plays scared and running away and that's exactly what he did in this game. Yeah. Uh, it gave uh, this this entire HOA, I guess this entire week really, gave Christmas a little bit of extra fire uh, for going after Cody. Uh, she is she is ready to throw some hands here. Uh, she uh, when, when the HOH is over, uh, she is very glad that Cody got screwed in the HOH by his friend and so winning it. Um, chasing that dragon gets you bit in the ass. That's what Christmas said to Cody. I like the phrase. It's not, it's not a very accurate phrase about what it happened here, but I like doesn't it. doesn't really make any sense, but no. yeah, it sounded cool. And then I like how she does it with like the, like the little buddy tap too. And it's like, <laughs> I'm just kidding, but you're not at all. Reckless, reckless, <laughs> it's reckless. Um, but he's there until the end and he's probably gonna win the game. Uh, so, uh, so, uh, predictably, uh, because it's a final four, um, Co- uh, Enzo's nominations here are not very surprising. He can only keep one person off the block. The person he keeps off the block is shocker. It's Cody, his BFF. Um, and, uh, it, you know, it's Nicole and Christmas and Christmas cannot handle this. Christmas is so angry. She is upset. She's not talking to anybody. She finally realizes that everybody's working against her. I Okay, um, 
what uh, what do you think about Christmas's reaction here, Lance? I mean, it's just totally opposite of what she told Julie, which is really funny. It's just, it's a game. I'm not going to take anything personally. And that's exactly what she did. Like this, her big brother is taking everything seriously. So mm -hmm. uh, a poor sport, which, you know, not surprising at all. So sad to see, but I am happy she's gone. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Enzo has a target here, and Enzo's target as HOH, not that he has any power to do anything about it as HOH, because he can't vote, there's no tie, he's just going to let whoever wins the veto handle this thing. Um, his plan is to get out Nicole. He does not like Nicole, uh, she, he thinks uh, she's a former winner, she can maybe win over some people on the jury. Uh, Christmas is far more beatable than Nicole. Um, unfortunately, it seems that there is no combination of people on the block or veto winners that can make this happen. But Enzo seems pretty sure he can he can do it. Uh, first, he pitches it to, he pitches it to Christmas first. Uh, no way that Christmas is going to get cut Nicole over Cody. Then he, then he pitches it to Cody that Cody should get rid of Nicole, and that goes even worse. <laughs> It would have been honestly his best game move that he's pulled off so far if he did get Cody to talk to into talked him into doing that. But mm. you know, it had almost no chance. So it was like a lot of this week a, a filler, really. Yeah, we had uh, even when we get to the live episode, right? Uh, whenever Big Brother has an eviction coming up, it's always got to be is it this person or that person? Even when it's clearly going to be Christmas going home, they still need to provide that like okay, but what if it's Nicole? So they go through, and the only evidence they have of this, I guess, is just Cody. Uh, be I mean, Cody basically ripping Nicole all week long. Yeah, like, just oh, up. you've been in the house so many days. We gotta get rid of you. Um, and oh, is that your pitch? I don't know. Christmas made a better pitch. And I get why Nicole's frustrated there, but that's uh, not the I, and that's the best misdirect if we're trying to, <laughs> especially when Enzo blows it and straight up says congratulations to the final three when Christmas is right down the hall. I mean, that's how much of an afterthought she was. He forgot she was even in the house, which makes sense. But <laughs> I, I mean, if I was Cody, I would have done the same thing, just messed with her the whole week. And then, you know, she kind of bought into it. Nobody else did, but she kind of bought into it for a second. And, once you get that, then once you get them on the hook, it, then it's easy. But yeah, worst yeah there, there wasn't a lot of drama. It's kind of like when you watch the challenge and it's like a blowout and they're like slow motion. Oh, maybe it's close and go to commercial. They couldn't convince us on this one. Love a good challenge reference. Um, yeah, Always. this is, uh, yeah, it's a, I mean, it's a un, uninteresting week from that standpoint. But the fact that Enzo wins HOH here uh, and that Enzo is not going to be the sole deciding vote for this week does leave it open for something to happen here. There is a glimmer of hope here that um, that maybe uh, Nicole could possibly win the veto and maybe she cuts Cody. I don't know if she would have here, but that's maybe in the cards. Uh, but Christmas, if Christmas wins the veto, she's definitely going to cut Cody. So there's at least some drama that's set up for the veto challenge. Um, so there's 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 something to something to get excited for on the Wednesday episode, even if we know now how it turns out. Um, but before but before we even get to that episode, Lance, or, or to that competition, we've got to go through a luxury competition. And uh, I'm very curious, Lance. The internet has very strong thoughts about this luxury competition, but I want to get your thoughts. What do you think about this luxury competition that we saw? It might have been the dumbest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> like, there was no skill or logic or anything that went into this it was them watching it was like watching like a twitch stream you know it's like watching somebody else play and you have no control 
it was such a waste of time. I almost fast forwarded through it, but then I just wanted to see how dumb it was. And it just kept getting dumber and dumber. I assure you, I've watched plenty of Twitch streams and all of them have been more interesting than that. <laughs> that's, that is not, that's not the kind of quality, uh, that's not the kind of quality Twitch, Twitch stream that I'm looking for there. Yeah, um, no offense to the streamers. Mm -hmm. Yeah, shout out Greg. Uh, yeah, so this, this competition here, uh, like you said, there's nothing going on here. It is completely random. Uh, the house guests, re like even Nicole, like, like there's no strategy here. It's just fun to do nothing for 15 minutes. And that's what we do. We do nothing for 15 minutes. Um, uh, like the, I guess the, the even like the word, even worse is the fact that this thing winds up being that like Memphis wins it. Like it's like, as a, like a metaphor for this terrible competition as like the worst possible, least satisfying result. Yep. It's, I mean, it's big brother all-stars in a nutshell what i thought was really funny was then christmas gets emotional about not picking memphis in a thing that <laughs> takes no strategy or skill it was ridiculous it was totally ridiculous but like it's this whole week was just like a weird christmas memphis love fest even though they're not in the house anymore it's just it's so odd yeah that was the real payoff for this competition really is that bizarre segment christmas does a lot of crying this week a lot um and uh you know so much so that i added a tear to her face before i threw her, pu her puppet across the room i thought that's because she killed somebody <laughs> that, that's, that's 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 prison i I, ah. I think they're i think they're still alive lance got it <laughs> it's it's, it's just, the looks could kill but christmas physically has not killed anyone so congratulations to her yeah um <laughs> yeah it is bizarre how do you think memphis is hurt right now do you think when memphis sees that christmas did not choose him in the luxury is he going to feel as betrayed as she is worried that he will feel he, he's gonna rip off the sleeves of his denim jacket he's so angry right now mm -hmm. yeah we've got a new we've got a new big brother feud if uh, you know Keisha's coming after memphis on the uh on the social media now memphis is going to come after her it's going to be rough it's gonna be rough. Just can't yeah, say it was the terrible. ultimate be, ultimate Big Brother betrayal. Um, I have another nit to pick about it too. Oh, uh, please, Dave, David's superhero, David and Goliath. It makes absolutely no sense to me. I don't, <laughs> I don't get it at all. Like so, like of all of them, that is the worst one. Well, um, you know, we 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 watched an awful lot of these battles. Um, I thought the, the 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 it was cute that they kind of did like a chip tune version of the the Big Brother song to some of that. I, if you got to find something that's positive there about it, right. uh, congratulations, so Nicole, for getting ten grand. I'm sure there's some Nicole stands out there who don't mind that. Yeah. You can um, uninvite three more people now from your wedding. Yeah. And uh, I did. I the only other thing I, I do want to bring up is that Cody got really. I've never seen Cody so aggressive as he was in this particular yeah. competition. The one that had no like no involvement from him whatsoever, aside from randomly checking. He got he got up in Enzo's face. It was very intense. Yeah, you can tell he's a competitive guy, especially when he's not in control. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he even flashed the uh, double biceps. Love it. Uh, okay, so uh, yeah, so okay, Lance, uh, we have got we still have a lot to talk about here because um, I want to talk about all the filler segments that we saw this week. We're gonna we're gonna drag this thing out. Uh, I want to talk about the jury segment. The jury segment is the thing I'm most excited to talk about because I think that's going to show us an awful lot about what's going to happen with the final three and the final vote coming up on Wednesday. And we're going to talk about all of that right after this. All right, Lance. Uh, so we're back. And uh, I was joking around earlier today, Lance, where I said there wasn't an awful lot going on this week. So let's uh, let's do a, a ranking of all 10 filler segments. 
And uh, it turns out there are exactly 10 filler segments. Uh, I was counting after the, uh, after the fact here. So, uh, <clears throat> so I wanna go through, I don't think we need to spend an awful lot of time with all these, but I want you to just give me, as I go down this list here, give me on a score of like zero being like awful, like so forgettable, didn't wanna see it. The 10 being the most amazing filler segment you've ever seen. And remember, this is just filler segments. Like we've got a, this is a lower bar. These are, we're, we're discussing filler segments here. Uh, so give me a zero to 10 and then uh, I'm gonna keep score here. I've got a little scorecard. Okay. And then we'll I'll try to remember what, all of them. What was the best filler segment this week? Okay, so our first filler segment this week, Lance, um, Enzo has a conversation with Mulan. Um, there's a back and forth between him and an inflatable cow. Uh, this actually involves, like this is, has a storyline this week. Mulan then moves up with him into the HOH room. Uh, conversations continue. Uh, what do you think about this filler segment? Uh, I thought it was mediocre at best. So I'll give it a, uh, a 4.2. Oh, can I do decimals or? Yeah, just... no, that's, okay, that's going to come in handy. That's going to come right, in handy. Good. Yeah, yes. in case we got two fours, we don't want that. No, okay. No. So a 4.20 on Enzo's conversation with Mulan. Uh, Mulan Rouge. Apparently Rouge is Mulan's last name. That makes um, sense. Yeah. Uh, so uh, uh, filler segment number two here. Uh, Christmas was in a talent show. Uh, Christmas apparently brings up the fact that she was in a talent show to Cody. Uh, she, there's a dance to it. She tries to do the dance and then she just, she can't. It's, it's just, it's, what do we think about this one, Lance? This is my favorite of the fillers okay. because it hits so many different things. It, I, I have never connected with Cody like this before. We hate small talk. Very he relatable. Can't, he can't fake it. And you can tell that she brought that up solely for her to do the dance. And then she can't even do it. It was honestly everything I wanted. Those are the kind of filler episodes that I, or filler segments that I like. And yeah. I couldn't fake doing small talk in any of that either. So I'm, I'm team Cody on that one. So uh, a solid 9.5 for me. 9.5 got it down uh i gotta say lance i love this too um i it was i think the thing that really makes it is how clearly uninterested cody is in this yep. at every step close. of the way and christmas just she's gonna keep on going uh you know it's you should do it now yeah. <laughs> no one wanted her to do it now the i don't uh, know how how the editing was obviously great but i don't know how long the uh the beat was between her asking about it and then him being like what about you? Because you know that just opens up everything and it gets bad. She's got to, well, I mean, if the song's not playing, it's hard to do. And, I, and she doesn't know the words to Proud Mary. So, you know, it's, uh, yeah. All right, uh, our, next, our next filler segment here, Lance. Um, we have an orchestra warm-up sound and then Nicole starts sneezing. Uh, yeah, I, I'm gonna give it like a, you know, a 6.1 because it was okay. short. Only because it was short. And okay. when I sneeze, I, I'm like one, maybe two sneezes. So that many sneezes <laughs> in a row is impressive. Uh, I did I did appreciate how some of the sneezes in the middle didn't even sound like sneezes. They just sound like, sounded like Nicole noises. Um, I did appreciate the orchestra ramp up. Uh, and then it was just a bunch of sneezing. Um, so uh, I don't know that I would be as generous with the 6.1. But yes, it was mercifully sweet. Although we did have to see it twice because they opened the Wednesday show with it. Um, right, yeah, oops. I only give it that high of a score because of how short it was. If that was like 10 seconds longer, down again. <laughs> it's another 12 to 15 sneezes uh, and it would have been a much worse segment. Uh, okay, our next filler segment, Lance. Uh, Cody does not like his nose. Uh, apparently it's gonna keep growing. It's gonna reach his lip. 
maybe he's going to get a nose job. What do you think of Cody's insecurities about his nose? Uh, I didn't mind this because they laughed at him over his insecurities, which I thought was great because he's not a guy that gets laughed at a lot, but still it's like a, uh, like a 3.9 for me. Okay. 3.9. I feel like that's a little generous here. Um, Maybe I, I'm just being too, you told me to be a generous group. You know, you guys, please, please. But I, I'm just giving my own personal opinion. If I had to rank this, this is not a, um, I mean, his, his nose is fine. Like it's, it's a way for Enzo to reference Cody being perfect. And, and bring up his great hair and his six-pack abs. But his nose is weird. Apparently, it's costing him Hollywood roles. I don't know about that. Uh, okay. That's probably not what's costing him. <laughs> that's, not, that's not it. That's not it. Uh, okay, next filler segment, Lance. Cody does not like bananas. He gets some banana shake on his shoulder, some uh, gorilla munch, I think uh, uh, Enzo called it. Um, and then, I guess, Nicole throws a banana at him. It dangles some What do we think of bananas? Uh, that was terrible. Uh, 1.8. 1.8. What about yeah, you? yeah, it's, it's, I mean, it's a little, it, it feels like Nicole's the little sister and Cody's the big brother. That's like the relationship they have. And it's, but then they also like weirdly flirt like this week too. So it's, <laughs> yeah. it's really weird. Well, it seems like Polly does an awful lot of flirting with Cody on, on Twitter. So, <laughs> I mean, it makes sense that that's just kind of the, the whole thing. A lot of She's banana of references this season. A lot of uh, Enzo riding one, and his son. His son's even gonna. Um, his son's gonna be a banana one. for the holidays. That's right. uh, I actually have that last on my list. So let, but let's just. We're starting to talk about it now. Uh, the filler segment: messages from the family. Lance, uh, we got some. We got uh, views of everybody. We get to meet Cody's girlfriend. Uh, we get to meet Enzo's kids, and we get to once again see Victor and Victor's <laughs> Victor's two dogs. What Did was you up notice? With Victor? Did you notice that Cody's girlfriend also has a dog and it's the same kind of like fluffy kind of dog that like, yeah. you know, Cody had no part in picking out. So I thought it was a little weird that they didn't even like mention the dog or anything. Maybe that's just because I have a dog and I'd be like, show me the dog yeah. and stuff. So I thought that was a little weird. Uh, I didn't know what was going on with Victor's background. Like that was like, were they like historians and stuff? Like that was weird. Uh, I don't know. I don't, all those things that tug on your heartstrings, those don't work for me. So that's a uh, 2.6 for me. Yeah, I'd be a little bit more excited about seeing their family if I knew their family or if they were my family. Like I get why they're excited, but I, I mean, yeah, it's cute. Yeah. I, I like, it's cute that Enzo's kids are so supportive. And I did like, I did like that, that I think maybe the entire reason why they did this is it gave Victor his second shot to say that he is yes. proud of Nicole. Victor knows, Victor knows that Nicole was not happy. She did a lot of talking about it last week that in Victor's HOH uh, letter that he did not say that he was proud of her. She was very concerned that meant that he was not proud of her. So when he mentions that he is proud of her, there's no she said, oh good. <laughs> it was yeah, all She didn't that. even seem like that happy to see him. She just wanted to hear that. <laughs> and, uh, and yeah. And like, Toto. And uh, unfortunately we didn't get really like, if you were just a, show watcher you didn't get the payoff of what she was talking about because they didn't really show that in the in the previous uh episodes and stuff which but if you did if you did see the live feeds or listen to our podcast then you got it and it's great so there were a couple um, references on the seat that you don't get unless you saw the live feeds like if you didn't watch nicole p herself on the live feeds i I think she's gonna be sad i think she assumed that the show was gonna show that and then she blew herself up and i I think she's gonna regret blowing herself she definitely thinks she's the star of the show I would think I'm the star of the show if I was on it. 
Um, of course. What do, what do we rank that though? The family segment, Lance, what's the ranking? Uh, what's your score? Uh, what, what I, get, I gave it like a 2.4, I think. 2.4? All right, 2.4 so. messages I did from the find family. it really funny though that everyone, including the jury house, has gotten a family video or whatever, except for Christmas and Men's, or uh, Christmas in Memphis. I'm sure they did, but I thought that was funny. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, it's it's a bad it's bad timing. They're just victims of bad timing. I would imagine, uh, you know, if I'm doing the show um, and Christmas and Memphis show up in the jury house, I would probably arrange for them to have a couple of videos from the family, I'm even sure, if it doesn't get shown I'm on the sure TV. They did. I, I feel yeah. like yeah, they probably did, but we don't know for sure. Maybe we can ask them after the fact if we ever want to talk to Memphis or if we ever want to talk to Christmas. So stay okay. tuned. Season three is gonna be lit. Uh, okay, Lance, uh, moving on to our next filler segment. Uh, Cody, uh, there's a little bit of work that can be done on Cody's brows. So we have a waxing segment uh, where Christmas takes out a little bit of her frustrations on Cody's face. Uh, what do you think about waxing, Lance? I thought it was better in uh, four-year-old virgin. So uh, I'm going to get, this one isn't the worst, obviously not the best. For, you know, copying the four-year-old virgin, I'm going to give him a... 5.1. Mm. Okay, 5.1, a little bit better than I, like, I, I, I like thought an eyebrow Cody. waxing segment would get. I, I mean, I like seeing Cody in pain, so why not? <laughs> uh, he's just that type of guy, I guess. All right. Uh, speaking about Cody being in pain, actually, I don't know if this is painful for him. Uh, I rather enjoyed it, but uh, the segment, I, 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 I named it Christmas is Ready, Cody's Pants Are Hella Tight. Uh, this is Enzo in the HOH room, spying on both Christmas and Cody, comparing them on the morning of the veto. Christmas is, she's got her caffeine, she's got her protein, she's ready to go. But Cody, his pants are hella tight, yo. Hella tight. Tight, too tight. First of all, was were his pants too tight, Lance? And second of all, how do you rank this segment? Where, where does the segment land? Uh... You know, they were pretty tight. I'm not uh, in a position to tell somebody how tight their pants should be. You know, that's mm -hmm. a personal preference. So for me, I like, you know, a little tighter pants. So good for him. Not that tight. Uh, but I thought this was probably the second best segment. Enzo is just hilarious. And then I thought the little banter was pretty good. Yeah. So what's and, the and score? it all paid off. Uh, let's give it a uh, 7.9. Okay. 7.9. Not bad. Not bad. Uh, also, a follow-up question, Lance. Uh, ankle socks with shoes. Is it a good look? No. Mm. I, I think I actually I like the ankle socks a little bit. You know, it works on Cody, uh, but I, I it just it I'm seems not, like I'm, Cody kind of attire. Yeah, it has to be like below the ankle. I'm not a guy that's like the half calf. Mm. Definitely not too. I get the uh, I got the uh, I get the long socks because I, I buy them at the I buy them at Costco and you can get the uh, you can get the ones with like the low the low cut right but uh, you you can't wear those with Jordans or else my my bottom like my entire shoe be drenched with blood so gotta have that yeah, little bit of extra yeah you have to make there. sure that the back is comfy or else you're screwed I've mm -hmm. had to return some shoes mm -hmm. I, I feel you yeah all right um, so our next uh, our next segment here our next filler segment. Oh my segment. god, there's more. Uh, yes, there are. There are multiple filler segments left to go. Uh, Nicole can say sucks now. Uh, you know she she used to be so innocent, Lance. She used to be so innocent, uh, and now and now she can just now she's seen a lot of stuff. She explains. Yeah, she has seen a lot of stuff. I could I bet you know three seasons of Big Brother you see everything. But mm -hmm. uh, you know her going from uh, preschool to kindergarten. 
good for her uh not one of my favorite segments though because i that was the weird flirting that they had and stuff too so it's a little it's a little bit yeah a little bit back and forth uh 2.6 2.6 okay lance has spoken okay this is the way and our final we have one more our final uh filler segment of the season is everybody's working out except for nicole who's daydreaming about winning big brother congratulations nicole which means congratulations nicole <laughs> what do you think about this one lance uh i thought it was i respect you know trying to uh speak something into existence and trying to visualize it but it just felt so narcissistic and so terrible that i i gotta get a bit like a negative three it was awful <laughs> negative three it oh, just it noted. it was so nicole and it just hit me in all the wrong ways it's very nicole it's very reminiscent of big brother 18 i, I also because they show a clip of her from big brother 18 jumping up and down um i did uh i also i it, it feels related but the uh when we're going out of the the previous episode where nicole is talking about the uh being a second possible winner uh first two-time winner of big brother it's like okay calm down nicole <laughs> just that one that one was a little cute i will say that there's not a lot of cute nicole going on but i like that that was that was adorable yeah i i get that i guess if this was like the first season you saw nicole it's like yeah. okay that's that is adorable and nicole stuff. has but, her moments she does have her yeah. moments um yeah and that is why she's a contender to win we'll talk about that in a little bit uh but just going back down the scores here let's do our let's just uh, go over the top three here according to lance the top three are uh, in the number three position. It's Nicole sneezing to an orchestral background. Uh, in second place is Christmas is Ready, Cody's Pants Are Tight, Hella Tight, yo. And the best filler segment of the week is Christmas Was in a Talent Show. Um, Pretty good top three, right? It probably went better than the actual talent show itself, this segment. I think this this segment was probably more entertaining than the talent show act that she did. Oh, it so, has to be. And so. <laughs> uh, one of Cody's talents is not small talk. So, no, he's got the uh, you know he's got the he's got the tight pants and he's got the good hair, but he doesn't have that. Uh, he's got that all right. lettuce. All right. So uh, now that we've wrapped up all the filler, uh, let's talk about the other. I guess other filler segment is maybe the jury segment. Um, it's not really filler because we love the jury uh, because they're the people that we wish were still in the game as opposed to the ones who currently are, uh, but that's okay. Um, so we get some uh, we get some insight on the game as Memphis walks into the jury. Um, not everybody was expecting him. Uh, Nicole thought that the jury was going to be very impressed with what she had done by sending Memphis to the jury. Um, so what's your reaction there, Lance? Was uh, Nicole accurate? Is, is this going as well as Nicole hoped it would? I don't know about as well, but it's going well. Like it's it's been a net positive for her, especially because you see the multiple people are like, she's a two-time winner, which, you know, these are things we were talking about. She's a two-time winner. That's an easy thing. And, you know, she's starting to play better. People are talking about how she went under the radar and now she's winning. People are assuming she's throwing stuff. Like when people start assuming that you're doing things when you lose, like that's a pretty good sign. Yeah. Yeah. Nicole has got, um, I mentioned this, so yesterday I got the, I had the pleasure of talking with uh, a good friend of the pod, Rachel Swindler uh, and, and Bryce over at Outside the House, uh, their show. And we were talking a little bit about, you know, Enzo versus Nicole and why the jury seems to be so much more into Nicole's game than Enzo's game, right? And I think a big part of it is because Nicole gets so much credit for what she did in Big Brother 18. 
that like people were like waiting for like, expecting her to be sneaky expecting there to be a lot more going on to her game even if there isn't uh you know she's just got like it's her reputation that's really keeping her in the game because there's a lot that's gone on this season that just makes her look terrible especially if she's sitting next to cody there are a lot of moves that cody made that were hurting nicole's game um yeah so i think I that's think, part of it yeah i think a big part too is enzo I think he just struggles to be taken seriously. I think when you're just a person who is, you know, a funny guy who's like the cl- the clown of the house and stuff, you just don't get taken seriously on a lot of things. It happens to me sometimes. I'm just too funny for my own good, That's... you know? And so those, so it's like the boy who cried wolf. So I have those, I, you know, really feel those issues and everything. So hard being so new, Lance. I, I, it really is. So uh, I definitely think that plays against him. And then I think you're, you, you nailed it with Nicole. She has that reputation of just being a winner even if you weren't even a good winner, just winning, especially when you're with a bunch of people who haven't won, that's a big deal. Hmm. And it seems like, to be fair, it does not seem like the jury has completely written out Enzo. Uh, Devon has a segment where she is saying that she is, uh, she thinks she's that he's playing him. a good game and that she is waiting for him to make a move, but like, it's now, let's go, make the move. Um, and what do you, is she going to be disappointed with how this, final four HOH week turns out? Like when she gets the video, when Christmas enters the house, like how's that gonna go? What do you think? Uh, yeah, hundred percent. They're all gonna be disappointed because the easy thing he could have done, even if you are aligned with with uh, Cody and everything, is put him on the block. Take away the one thing that you can have against him saying, I've never been on the block. And now you both have that. And I think they're gonna see that this is a trend with him where he just plays conservative. He plays, you know, like a like a little cat, you know, like a cowardly cat. Yeah, yeah, it is the it is the Enzo game. Uh, <laughs> Devon is very worried that he's going to get Enzoed, uh, but he looks like he is going to get Enzoed here. Uh, it, like he is in the final three, uh, and he was since the beginning of last week. So congratulations to him. That is a huge accomplishment in Big Brother. Uh, even a more huge accomplishment, pardon me, Paul, than making it to the final five. But. Um, Enzo's got a great shot to win $50,000 here, but I don't think he's got any shot of winning the game. Um, no. Uh, making no moves at all. Yeah, I think he... Uh, he... Uh, let me lose my train of thought. Shout out, Walter. Hi, Walter. Yeah, he. Uh, I, th- I think Christmas really nailed it. Like, the one thing that Christmas got right was you got third place, and I think everyone realizes that. And he might even realize it. Mm, yeah. Um, it, uh, more, more information from the jury here. Uh, it looks like Tyler as well, not very thrilled with Nicole's move, uh, thinking that Cody and Enzo are the bigger pair here to be broken up. Uh, maybe not understanding the Nicole Cody bond, uh, who knows, but there's, there's that, um, uh, Danny and Ian also very much looking for Nicole to take out Cody, uh, Devon and Tyler follow up right, right there. Uh, so it, this, it is pretty clear here. If Nicole takes out Cody in the final three, it's um, over. It, it is. It does look like it is going to be over here because th- it might are... even be unanimous. Like no matter what, I think if Cody goes up, Cody or Nicole goes up against Enzo, does he even get a vote? I, I think Enzo's in a lot of trouble if he if he goes up against Cody. He might have a couple of votes in play if he's up against Nicole. We'll see. Um, but we'll talk. We'll talk about that a little bit more uh, once we get to the uh, the final three spoilers here. Um, one thing I but, uh, one thing I thought was a little mm-hmm. interesting was uh, the David Memphis heat, you know. And David says this: We never got on the same page in terms of social engagement. This is a 
LinkedIn masquerading as David. <laughs> That's one way to put it, right? Yeah. If there's one way I would I would describe their relationship is just not able to quite get on the same page. In social engagement, it's just Socially. like every, every jargon word you can put in there for just saying we don't like each other. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's more of a, I mean, maybe not now. I think it's probably a two-way street, but it was definitely a one-way street. It was a one-way, yeah, yeah. Totally. <laughs> it, was, it was Memphis did not like David, and David was willing to grab onto whatever yeah. life raft came along. Yeah. Uh, uh, another thing that popped up heart. to me was uh, for the jury house, and I think this is a representative of their games, I think Danny and Tyler have the best read on what's going on in the house mm -hmm. as well, and they just seem to get it. And so, and they were both people that didn't really take it, take it personally them being voted out and they're yeah. like, we want the best player to win. And it seems like they just have the right read. One thing that's very interesting to me about Danny in the, uh, now that you mentioned her in the jury house is how like, in, like very negative she is in general, but also like very anti-Nicole uh, for someone who spent the entire game working for us. Like every time someone says, oh, like Nicole did a good thing. Like Danny's like, really did she though? And it's like, Cody's yeah. playing a great game. Is he though? Like Enzo's the best. Is he though? It's it's like she just like whatever it is, like she's just not happy. <laughs> yeah, she's playing like a little devil's advocate, but I also think she there was a couple times she like said that, like when she went back at Kevin and stuff, I thought she made a lot of the right reads and like I would I would hope people would kind of go back against that. And when she was having a little argument with David, it, you know, she didn't handle it the perfect way, but you definitely need somebody to, you know, counterbalance like all the sunshine that they're they're spilling. Yeah, that was a uh, that was a, quite the intense moment. Um, very, very rarely do you get such a uh, such a moment where there's a discussion about her being rude, and then she interrupts Dave in the middle. Yes, yeah. terrible. Um, all right. Uh, okay, so Lance, uh, I think we've we've wrapped up all the filler that we've got. We've 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 gone through all the filler with a fine tooth comb. We've found cool. all the diamonds, all the gems in there about Christmas's talent show. But there is more to come, Lance, because we are about to talk about the final three. We have our final three. Uh, we do know who wins part one of the final HOH competition. Uh, and we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the jury vote scenarios. And we're going to do all of that right after this. Okay, Lance. Uh, so we're back. And uh, as promised, we're going to discuss the, the final three and uh, do a little bit of spoiling here. Uh, so before we do it, let's just, uh, just for those who don't know, uh, I'm sure most of you do, but the uh, final HOH competition is played in three parts. Uh, it is played in a part one where all three people compete. Uh, then a part two is uh, the two people who did not win part one compete. And then part three is the winner of part one, plays the winner of part two live on finale night to determine right then and there who is the final HOH and then they vote and then it's basically all over. Uh, okay. So the uh, first part of the final uh, HOH uh, don't have the full details of what it uh, what the competition was. There was some sliming involved. It looks like there was maybe an endurance part of it. Uh, but your winner of the first part of the final three HOH is Nicole. Nicole wins Ooh. part one of the HOH, which is a little bit of a surprise. You could say maybe Cody's got the edge here, uh, but it's it sets up a in the coming days, a presumably very predictable uh, part two between Cody and Enzo. Uh, don't know what that competition is going to be, but as we've seen in past years, these get very physical. And if there's one thing we know about Enzo's Big Brother 12 game, it's that he loses in the end because he can't do anything that's physical. 
So that's right. I mean, it, it would have to be like a monumental upset for him to not win that yeah. that second round. And the worst part is Enzo had some self-awareness about this. In the beginning of the season, he explained why he lost Big Brother 12. And it's because he took Hayden to the end. And he took Hayden to the end again. Cody's Hayden. What the hell? Like, you learn nothing, buddy. You learn nothing. It's terrible. And this, I mean, we didn't get one big move. Like, even if it backfired, yeah. like, try. Shoot or shoot. Yeah. And he, I mean, he, and I guess Memphis is lame, right? Because they're both, like, that kind of like unlikable alpha male type, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I, the only difference is Lane went out in final five this season instead of final three in Enzo's. So, That's right. uh, yeah. So, uh, so yeah. So it looks like uh, the entire game, presumably, is then going to be decided at the very end on finale night, which is a very, a very Big Brother thing. Like it happened in Big Brother eighteen. It all came down to finale night. Who is Paul going to choose? Uh, Big Brother 19, it all came down to finale night. Who is Josh going to choose? Even though he made maybe the wrong decision, it won him in the end, right? Mm-hmm. Um, what's go? What, what do you What do you think here? So if if Nicole is in the final part three, I think she's got a decent shot to win this the the final HOH, right, Lance? Yeah, totally. And then yeah, I in you know my prediction from a couple weeks ago was Cody gets cut at final three, and I'm sticking with it. Yeah. So I, I presume then it, it would have to come to be um, uh, Nicole who does it, right? Because Enzo's not going to cut Cody, right? No. And even if he did, he still loses. So I, I think he goes with his boy. I, you know, I, it might get him a little bit of respect in the end. I think that is probably Enzo's best scenario, like for yeah. coming as close as he can get to winning, is if he does win the final HOH, he does cut Cody at the end. Uh, but I think the odds of him doing that are zero. You know, he's just, they're boys. They're boys. It is what it is, yo. They're boys. That's it. It's yeah. done. But yeah, to me, the interesting thing is do Cody and Nicole, depending on who wins, keep their final two deal with each other or do they cut each other? That's it's the only real interesting thing left. Well, Cody's got a pair of uh, final two deals, right? right? Yep. And yep. my guess is that Cody would take Enzo in the end me too it just yep. seems like they seem to be a little bit closer uh i think the i mean it's maybe a tiebreaker that enzo is so much easier to beat in the end than nicole yeah i think cody probably and, realizes that as well um, and cody doesn't want second again no no and i think just on like a beyond the game level uh if you have to think about your relationships with these people after the game i think Nicole is going to be a lot more understanding that Cody makes the game move at final three to cut her despite having a final two than Enzo would if like he gets cut at final two. Um, and this is down 50 grand. Yeah, yeah. Cause that's gonna, I mean, it's you know, that's he's a got a family, yo. It's a bidet, you know, he's got he's got a lot of plans for that cash. Uh it's not a bad consolation prize, you know, 50 grand. Uh, it's not bad. No, not at it's all. Not bad. If he played a little bit harder, could have been, could have added a zero to the end. But we, yeah, it, we had so much hope in Enzo. I know you did. Yeah, it is what it is, Lance. It is what it is. And it isn't uh, what it isn't. I'm not gonna. I don't think I'm gonna win that office pool. We got bad, bad vibes about so, that. Get so yeah. close, came so close. But unlike Big Brother, there's no second place in this pool. I'm just not gonna win it. So it's a bummer. <laughs> I may as well have just cast my lot for Keisha. Same result in the end, right? Uh, it's true. <laughs> this is less heartbreak. At least they wouldn't have gotten my hopes up. Uh, <laughs> um, so the uh, I think a 
probably the most uh, the most interesting uh, final here uh, vote is if Nicole does cut Cody at the end. Right. It's Nicole versus Enzo. Um, now you said you think there are not a lot of votes in play here. It's going to be a Nicole, almost a Nicole sweep. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I think Cody probably get votes for Enzo. Like, mm. I don't know if we get it unanimous, but it's, I could see it, you know, one or two votes for Enzo in the end. But even then I could still even see like Cody being like, Nicole just played a better game. Yeah. But I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think you're right. I mean, I think that the, if it is, that, that is Nicole's best uh, scenario to win here. Uh, if, you, if she is up against Enzo. Uh, but I want to talk about a little bit more about the possibility that Nicole could be up against Cody. I think there's a definitely non-zero chance that Nicole, if she wins the final HOH, would take Cody. Um, probably not the best decision. I think she's more likely to be the, uh, the Nicole we know and love who is willing to backstab her friends at the very last moment to get what she wants. Uh, but that's why she's a good Big Brother player, right? Um, that's right. But how do you think that turns out? If it is Nicole versus Cody at the end, uh, maybe Nicole is there because she won the final HOH, uh, presumably. Uh, how do you think that turns out, Lance? Uh, I think it's, I mean, Cody still wins. It might be a little closer than you think, but I mm. still, you know, without, with just thinking off the top of my head, I still think she gets, you know, three, maybe four votes, but I still think Cody's probably the overwhelming favorite. Yeah, I think there's, yeah, you, I think you're probably right about the three i think six to three is probably about a, as good as it gets for nicole there and i think it's kind of like a uh like a, a, a like a biden versus trump scenario where it's like it's close enough that it could just wind up being nine to zero anyway uh yeah. with those three other votes uh, i think you're looking at enzo being or not pardon me ian being a swing vote here i think he would uh mainly go for nicole just because they're very close but if cody's playing a much better game he respects that um, Devon yeah. is definitely looking for reasons to give Nicole a vote, I think. Um, Which is because sad of, because of all the things that she's done to her and every, I don't know. But it's, It is sad, but also it does kind of like fit into her story, right? Totally. Nicole's, or pardon me, uh, Devon's Big Brother 22 story is Nicole. Her relationship with Nicole, getting cut by Nicole. Uh, her, her story is not about Cody. Um, so that like, it's, it's a little bit more personal there. I don't, I mean, I don't know, like Nicole really did screw her over there. Uh, especially when it came to involving uh, Devon's like passion about Black Lives Matter, like it just got very messy. So we'll yeah, see how see, that, I feel like we'll see how that goes. But I feel like that automatically just loses your vote. Like there's game yeah. and then there's personal stuff. And for me, mm -hmm. I can see that being the difference, especially if it's if it's Cody who's played such a strong game. Yeah, I think on balance, I would expect that to be true too. But still, even after the fact, we've seen jury segments where Devon seems to be still open to voting for Nicole and still seems to be at least respecting Nicole as a game player. Um, yeah, that she, she's, you know, she's hard to, to nail down. So that, I totally agree with you on that. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, at Cody versus Enzo, that's just a, that's a, that's a sweep. I, I can't a sweep. see a single way Enzo gets any votes. Uh, Unless on, it's like maybe Christmas, just because like the parent thing. That could well, be my someone, only... someone on Reddit suggested that maybe there are a couple of votes in play here, but I, I just don't see it. I, I don't know about the, the it's Christmas really like Christmas just seemed to be done with Enzo, like so done with Enzo at the end. That's of the true. Season. Yeah. I mean, maybe, I'm just trying to think of anybody who like possibly could yeah. because anybody who likes Enzo probably likes Cody. You know, they yeah. work so close together and everything. It could, and Cody could just play just, better. Yeah. It could just be for the, it could just be for the cameras, but I, I don't, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't think there's a lot of a lot of room here for Enzo, uh, which is too bad. 
uh, which is too bad. Enzo is a very good Big Brother player. Um, you know, it's it does take talent to get to where Enzo is. You know, Enzo had a good strategy of just saying whatever the hell people were saying to him uh, right back at them. Uh, and everybody ate it up until the moment they went out the door. And unfortunately, when they're going out the door, the only thought in the back of their head is, man, if only Enzo had voted with me, this wouldn't have happened. Uh, well, he's yep. never with me in the first place. And that's just not, it's... Well, that's why, like, as entertaining as he is, he also is anti-entertaining because he ruined all of the entertaining moments that could have possibly happened. <laughs> yeah, well, it's a, it's a tough, it's a... I, I said it I said it before. It, this is perhaps the unluckiest season of Big Brother that we have ever had. It's time and time again, there have been opportunities for an interesting thing to happen. Uh, and the interesting thing never happens because the wrong person wins or someone gets scared. Um, it's the exciting stuff. Like I, I said it before, like it's like the highlight is maybe Devon's veto week. That's interesting. Um, maybe the first week that... Uh, uh, what uh, Kaser, Kaser and Janelle won the safety sweep. Uh, but even that highlight, was, but even that was terrible gameplay. I mean, they both have, they were the only ones playing, and they competed against each other, and both blew their passes. I mean, not the highlight of the season was when Kaser and Janelle walked into the house, and then it all went downhill from there. <laughs> Fair forty, make forty look good. Um, yeah. So uh, since we're talking about King Kaser and the bombshell Janelle. Uh, I think that leads us into a, our next final discussion here of the Big Brother 22 Do Not Know the Winner Yet season, because uh, we're going to do more shows, but this is the last one before we see the finale. Um, America's favorite house guest, Lance. Uh, we talked about this a little bit before, but this is the vote is officially open. Uh, you know, go to your local polling station at cbs.com slash bbvote to cast your vote up to, up to 10 times a day, I believe. Uh, for your favorite house guest. Um, I think a couple weeks ago when we were discussing this, you said Devon had the edge here. Do you think it's still Devon? Yeah, I do. Yeah. And the- uh, I think, I think it, you know, I think if Kaser and Janelle hung around a little longer, they had the nostalgia and everything, but I just think Day's so entertaining and she has her family and, you know, the things she really fought for in the house. I think it's just an easy decision. Hmm. I have seen that uh, that uh, Janelle has said that if she does win, she will give it to charity, which I think is, you know, if you're going to campaign for it and you're going to try to win this thing, that's probably the best way to do it. Uh, it's kind of like the Enzo thing where it's, he wants the title. She wants yeah. the titles. The money can go for other uses. Right. Because, yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, Janelle's probably got a $25,000 purse in her closet, like one of many. Like it, this is not going to this is not this is not life changing money for her. Um, not that that should give be it to a deciding factor, but what was that? Give it to McCray. McCray. Now that's a guy who could use twenty five grand right there. Or give it to, um, give it to us, and then we'll give it to McCray. <laughs> By the way, Lance, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask, have you seen it? But I know you have because I just messaged it to you. Uh, I got a, I got an ad on Facebook today. It's it's a strangest damn ad, Lance. It's an ad for Men's Health, which you know I like. When you think of men's health, like just the, the cover of men's health, I'm like, imagine like a ripped dude with like a, like doing some curls or whatever, or let's yeah, like, like a, a, pack. a sweaty runner and like a, a really, uh, like a, a hot woman next to him. And they're both like sweaty and good looking because they're running. Uh, but, uh, but the ad I got is it's, it's from men's health and it's just a giant picture of McRae. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's, <laughs> Secure the bag however you can, but he's not the person I would think for men's health. I'm, I'm, 
I'm gonna put it on the uh, I'm gonna put it on the screen here. I'm gonna edit it in so that <laughs> that people can see it. But uh, it is uh, rules you did not know Big Brother contestants have to follow, which is an interesting uh, which is interesting coverage for Men's Health. Men's Health covering the uh, the keto beat, covering the paleo beat, and covering the what things McRae did and cannot bring into the house. That's when somebody wrote a feature that failed on them. And they're like, who can we get before publication? Not surprised that it was targeted to me though. I'm guessing somewhere on Facebook, you had to ask interests, big brother. And then that's, and, that's just how it went. And up. you know, muscly dudes. Mm -hmm. Well, hey, I, 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 there, if you've got to talk about things that get me excited, muscly dudes, big brother, McRae. It's like the triangle of my interest right there. Yeah, it's yeah. like the Ron Swanson triangle. Mm -hmm. If if McRae is in tight pants, I don't know what I do. Uh, it's, it's what about uh, what about ankle high socks and shoes? <laughs> I think I would not be surprised if McRae is shuffling around the around the house in ankle high socks right now. Uh, we'll we'll do some research. We'll do some research and we'll we'll fact check that. We'll see what kind of socks McRae prefers. Please do. Um, I, I, yeah, I prefer the Costco socks, but we'll see what he's up to. Uh, listen, Lance, we made it. We made it through this episode. How, congratulations to us. Congratulations, by the way. I got to say congratulations to the fans of Big Brother and to the fans of Big Brother Brothers, the people who are still listening to this podcast, because it is you are doing this is like you're a hero. If you have gotten through God's this, work, you've gotten through this season of Big Brother. You've watched every episode and you you still want to get more. Like you've seen, you see what happens on Big Brother 22 and you're thinking to yourself, you know what? I want to hear people talking about this, this stuff that I'm seeing. And, and you're here, which is just like amazing to me. Like we're, we're here because we've got to be, you know? Uh, yeah. No, I'd, I'd still be here bunch no matter what. Even if this is with Big Brother 9, I'd be here. Bunch of masochists, man. Yeah. yeah. This is definitely not the, this is not the worst Big Brother season in, all, in, in the world. Like this is it's not. The, it's the worst because of recency bias. Yes. Well, yeah, I mean, it feels bad because it's happening right now. And it's like, we could have had something different if it was Janelle at the end, but it's not. And, you know, we've got Nicole and Cody and Enzo and it is what it is. Yeah, it is what it is. Uh, but anyway, uh, if you like what you've heard here, uh, we've got more coming. Uh, still, we, we, we still got more content coming this, this, uh, this I was going to say summer, but it's the fall of Big Brother, uh, which is weird. Big Brother 22. Uh, so uh, be sure to subscribe to the Big Brother Brothers on your favorite podcasting app, whether that's Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Amazon, wherever you find good podcasts, you'll find ours. Uh, also keep an eye out for us on YouTube and Facebook. The video version of our show is there. You can see all our all our puppets. Uh, we've got uh, we've got Nicole on a sloppy's box. It's great. There's all sorts of great stuff going serial on. Serial killer. So. <laughs> she is a, she is the serial killer. Um, so, uh, so check that out as well. Uh, we'd love if we'd love it if you did. And if you really like what you've heard, you really like what you see here, uh, please leave us a review on your favorite podcasting app. Five stars. Does it, uh, is, is the best please five, only five, do, do the five. Um, Damn right. uh, but yeah, that, that, I think that about wraps us up here, Lance. Um, we, we did it and we're going to be here. Uh, we're going to be here a little bit. We're going to be here more. We're going to cover the finale, uh, finale coming on Wednesday. Finale. Night. Yes, we're gonna we're gonna break down everything that happens there, uh, and we don't know what's gonna happen with Big Brother. There's some rumors that there may be a winter season of Big Brother coming in early 2021. Maybe it's gonna be Celebrity Big Brother. Who knows? Um, but uh, we're gonna keep an eye out for that. And of course, we don't have any news for you about when Survivor is coming back. Uh, we I assume it will. Uh, it's a very popular show, uh, but you know. <laughs> 
the, the corona makes things weird. Corona makes things weird. So it's coming when, back, baby. Whenever Survivor comes back, uh, Lance and I will be back uh, for Survivor Brothers. Um, I mean, maybe maybe not. If it's 2028, we, we might be gone by then. So, but if it comes back soon, we'll be here. Uh, so please follow this Survivor Brothers as well on your favorite podcasting app. Uh, that about wraps us up for this week, Lance. Uh, I'll see you back here next week. I will see all our listeners back here next week, or at least the listeners to see me, because this is a one-way thing. Uh, but we appreciate you anyway. Uh, so uh, from very far outside the Big Brother house, we'll see you later, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye.